time he thinks, he sets mind into action. What is the activity of this mind in relation to man's thought? It has to be one of mental correspondence. That is, mind has to reflect whatever thought it casts into it. Wonderful as universal mind is, it has no choice but to create whatever thought is given it. If it could contradict that thought, it would not be a unit, since this would be recognizing something outside of itself. Wait, does that give me? Involved argument. Yeah. I, I, I'd have to listen to that again. This is a point in truth which should not be overlooked. The one mind knows only its own ability to make whatever is given it. It sees no other power and never analyzes or dissects. It simply knows. And the reason why people do not understand this is that they have not realized what mind is. It does it. <clears throat> Oh, not yet. So you're that like God simply knows? Isn't that the an analyzer? Well, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. The don't ordinary know individual thinks of mind only from the limitation of his own environment. The concept he has of mind is the concept of his own thinking, which is very limited. We are surrounded by an all-seeing, all-knowing mind, which is one and runs through all. The belief in... It does it? Yeah. I don't know what to say about it, but that it, it, it seems to be so. You see, but my impression is that you... My impression is that before you would have seen that as like a little bit magical thinking. Like you would have been opposed to that because you're thinking like, okay, that's a separate mind, separate God or whatever. But am I wrong with that? Yes. I'm wrong with saying that. Yes. So you you don't you don't think that that's magical to think of a, like an all-knowing, all-seeing mind? Mm, of course not. Okay, but but so so would you, but before you would have related that to energy. No, I wouldn't have related it, but I called it energy, which I saw was a uh, mistake. No, but 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 you would have said that the energy was all knowing. I thought that you would say that you can't say anything about the energy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that before you wouldn't have seen it like that because you, you you would see that more as like magical, like a separate god. But it seems like he's talking about like a separate god, like a separate mind. Although it's separate, but it also could be one. But that's the paradox, and that's the truth, right? And it doesn't. destroyed practically all philosophies and religions of the ages and will continue to do so until the world comes to see that there is but one it doesn't no. so would it be safe to say that that that, that mind's an organizing force see that's assuming that there's something other than that it to be organized. No, but it, it doesn't have to assume that. It could be a part of the what's organized. It could be. I mean, obviously the things are organized through the quadrant. What's doing that? Is it the mind or what? I don't know. Do you, do you, do you see that things are being organized through the cross? Do you see well, that? Things are organized 
things are organized in quadrant patterns, yes. Like, all existence, if you really look at it, you have to read all my books and you have to go through all my pages, but ain't that so? So what's, no. so what's doing that? I think that you, I, I, I remember, I remember before you said, when I told you that, that a professor said, oh, well, I, I would say more, it's, you know, why is it that we organize things that way? It's not the, re it's not that things are organized that way. Any thoughts on that? No. And you said, yeah, I think that that's a good point. You know, you said that before, but I think that now, hopefully if you read my stuff, you, you're starting to see it's not that way. Why is, you know, cause it's not just that we organize things that way. You know, people like Galileo, he saw first three moons and they saw the fourth or the trapezium in Orion. They first saw three and then they saw the fourth and that that's. You know, that's not the way you organize things. That's the way that it's 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 a metaphysical phenomenon going on. Any thoughts on that? No. It's it's very meta, very uh beyond natural. Alright, ready? So so is that the is that the mind organizing that? But then you would but I think that even like just, just earlier right here you would have said, Well, you're considering a separate mind organizing. It doesn't have to be separate to organize. Like, would you agree that some stuff is organized in your body, especially especially in quadrants, but things are organized in your body, right? Yeah. Well, what's organizing that? I don't know. Well, that's the DNA. But what's organizing the DNA? The DNA is it, it's organized through the quadrant, everything. But what's or, what's 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 responsible for for create you know manifesting all that? Is it like mitochondria? Is it is it spirits? Is it the mind? Like what? Any thoughts? Whatever name is given it, there is but one. It is this one that creates for us whatever we believe. Our thought operative through this one produces all our affairs. We are all sent. You see, one thing that I, that I was thinking about was like if you look at the the Jedi mind, Jedi Jedi mind tricks and stuff like the Jedi's, they would put their arms out and they would be like moving energy, you get the Force and stuff. I look at that as as what do you think about that? I look at that as, as inaccurate, and it actually detracts from what actually is reality. Like they're they're moving energy and stuff with, by putting their arms out. Like why do you have to put your arm out? There is no thing. It's all the quadrant. So why do you have to put your arm out to manipulate the energy? There's no energy. It's just a quadrant. Why do you have to? What, what does putting your arm out do? You get a little closer with your energy field. Any thoughts on that? No. All right. In this mind, centers of creative thought activity. There is nothing which appears in the manifest universe other than an objectified thought, whether it be a bump on your head, a growth on your foot, or a planet. It could not be there were it not made out of mind, for mind is all there is to make anything out of. Whatever is made is made out of it. Nothing exists or can exist without a source from which it springs. We're not dealing with a negative as well as a positive power, not two powers, but one, a power that sees neither good nor evil. As we see it it knows only that it is all and since it is all it creates whatever is given it from our limited standpoint we often think of good and evil not realizing that as yet we do not know the one from the other what we call good today we may call evil tomorrow and what we think to be evil today we may tomorrow proclaim as the greatest good we have known not so with the great universal power of mind it sees only itself and its infinite ability to create to the thinking person this it does it so some of the infinite ability to create, yeah, I might have an infinite ability, but it's still, it's, it seems to me constrained. It's, it's creating only through the quadrant. And that's why I say to even think of it as a mind. It's just a quadrant. It's just a quadrant expressing it. And that, to me, that could be effortless. You know, it's just, that's the way that exists. Any thoughts on that? No. It won't mean much. 
he will see that he is no longer living in a limited universe, a world of powers, but that he is immersed in an infinite creative medium, which, because of its nature, has to create for him whatever he believes. Jesus understood this, and in a few simple words, laid down the law of life. It is done unto all people as they believe. This is a great thing to keep in mind. It is done unto us. We do not have to do it, for it is done unto us of a power that knows itself to be all there is. Could we even believe that some material mountain would be moved? The power is there to do it. Without this belief, there is no real impulse for the creative mind, and we do not get an affirmative answer. We must realize more clearly that this great power has to operate through us. Any thoughts, Agatha? No. Yeah, so, uh, what do, you, what do you think about the idea, like, he's talking about, like, you can move the mountains and stuff. Any thoughts to that? I remember, I remember you said that you thought you could too, and you said that you thought because everything's energy and stuff, you could do that. Any thoughts on it? No. So yeah, okay, maybe, but also maybe, you know, really, it's the the energy aspects of it, it's just you know these little particles, but that's all built around the quadrant. It's all quadrant. Any thoughts on it? No. So so, you know. But uh, you know. It, but, but so but he's looking at it is it's all mind and stuff and, and the mind can do that if, if you're you know if you're aligned with it or something huh any thoughts on it no man's part creative mind cannot force itself upon us because we have the power of self choice it recognizes us when we recognize it when we think that we are limited or have not been heard it must take that thought and bring it into manifestation for us. When we look about us and see nature so beautiful, lavish, and so limitless, when we realize that something, some power, is behind all, and see to it that plenty obtains everywhere, so that in all things manifest, there is more than could be used. And when, on the other hand, we see man so limited, sick, sad, and needy, we are disposed to ask this question. Is God good after all? Does he really care for the people of his creation? Why am I sick? Why am I poor? Little do we realize that the answer is in our own mouths, in the creative power of our own thought. The average person, when told the truth, will still seek some other way. God has already done for us. Hey, does it? No. You see, you see, the thing about that is cer certainly, yeah, if you have, like, if you're in the flow and stuff, then then you then things go better. But also, like I said, sometimes it's good to, to get out of the flow. Like, I had to get out of the flow, for, or I, I had to, you know, go through the stuff. In order to learn about the Bible and go through all that that I needed to do for those years, and then so I can get to where the point where I'm at now, it's perfect. It all, you know, I, I feel like I manifested it. Any thoughts on that? No, that's very possible. Yeah, and then, but but then the thing about the Ernest Holmes and stuff that that I get, you know, kind of wary of is the idea of blaming the victim. Oh, you're poor and stuff. Oh, it's because your thoughts aren't right. And I'm, I'm rich, but obviously, the, you know, any thoughts on that? He's not blaming. He's not blaming the person. He's blaming the thoughts, right? Well, he's saying the fault lies in the thoughts, not in the person. Okay, but that's the same thing, right? No. Profoundly different. Okay, but even even to say that it lies in the thoughts, that's not necessarily accurate. Like, look, look at the. You you think that the that the like, that the Mexicans and stuff. Or, or the American Indians were all killed because their thoughts were wrong? No. 
Okay, then, then why do you think that was? I don't know. So then he would be wrong in that case, right? No. Why? He's just saying that you that's the only thing you can do anything about is change your thoughts. Yeah, but you know, to, to, to like blame the victim and stuff, that would be dualistic conscious, right? Predator prey, right? But, but even blaming the thoughts, in my opinion, would be that way. It seems kind of stuck up to me. Like, oh, yeah, the American Indians, they were killed because of their thoughts. That's why the disease is wiping them out. Their thoughts were not right. Any thoughts on that? No, that's not what it says. Well, then what does it say? It says you can change your thoughts. No, but he was, he was saying the reason why people are poor, the reason why people are sick is because of thoughts. How did... How did Sojourner Truth get free of slavery? No, I know, I know. But he said that the reason why people are poor and the reason why people are sick is because of their thoughts, right? Um, no, he said, look at your thoughts. So you're, but the reason why you like it is because all you can do, you're saying, is change your thoughts. You're saying that that's all you really that's can correct. do. So take responsibility for that. That's, huh? That's correct. Yeah, but, but still at the same time, it's not necessarily true. Like, some people don't have the capacity to change well, their do thoughts. You wanna, do, you, do you wanna know what I think? No, I know, no, no, but I know that, I'm not arguing, I'm, I'm trying to get deeper understanding. So what I'm saying is, sometimes people don't have the capacity to change yeah, their thoughts. Yeah, you are. Yeah, oh, you are, no. you're trying to correct my way of thinking. No, 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 but I'm asking you a question. Do you agree, or do you think it's true that sometimes people don't have the capacity to change their thoughts? Like someone grows up in the ghetto, and, he, and he's, you know, and he, he's been, you know, it's, it's been difficult and stuff, or, or he's, he's grown up in a place where he doesn't, you know, he has a stunted uh, IQ or whatever, and, and he's been abused or whatever, and, you know, as a child or as an infant, you know, does he really have the capacity to change his thoughts? Yes. But in, in the person would say, like, why? Who cares? Like, why do I want to be rich in this world, like, like Ernest Holmes is saying? Like, why do I even want to move a mountain? Who cares? Like, okay, I can move a mountain. So the fuck what? You're still in the Matrix. What, what do you say about that? Well, he doesn't need to change his thoughts. So, yeah. But 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 the, but the idea is true. Like, if you want to move a mountain to try to, like, show off and stuff, and that's still dualistic consciousness, and you're saying, well, you could transcend that to the flow and, and outside, right? Yep. Are you with us? All that he can do, and having been given the ability, we will have to do for ourselves the rest. Yet the great power is always near, ready at any time to help. But we must use it according to its own nature, in harmony with its... You see, the way I look at it is the reason why the American Indians were killed is because of the quadrant model. The white people represent the water, the brown people represent the fire, there's four races, there's four elements. They're the Asian people represent the air element, and the black people represent the earth element, the four elements. And that's even what the American Indians said. And that's what a lot of people said. So the four elements. So, four. so we're a victim. So, so we're You're not a victim. victim. You're not a victim. It's just the way it is. Who? I, what, the way I see it is, who cares? And even the way they see it is, they say what? who. They say who cares. It's just the quadrant model is playing itself so out in existence. So you're fa you're not a victim. You're just trapped. It's not that you're trapped. It's just the way it is. And and it doesn't matter. Uh, what, no, like to, to put to say trapped is putting on a on a valence an emotional valence. With me. No, no, but no, but uh, that's what I'm saying. But, but any thoughts of that? Do you, do you think that that's true? 
See now, now you're now you're saying, well, no, well, that that you don't like that idea because you think that you you want to help people to to get up out and, and to or, you know raise their level to the flow, raise their thoughts to the flow, and then they can be thriving and stuff, right? That's all well and good. I understand that. Any thoughts on that? No. Don't think I don't get it. I'm just saying. I'm not enjoying this conversation. I'm not enjoying this conversation. Why? It's, it's not pleasant. It's not a way I want to spend my evening. Okay. Oz, man should learn that he himself is the center of this divine activity. Realizing this, he must seek more and more to utilize his own divine nature, and by so doing, he will come more fully under the protection of the great laws that govern all life, manifest and unmanifest. Whatever man is, he must find that because he is made out of God, he must be out of the same nature. He must be of the same nature. This infinite one cannot know anything outside of itself. Anything that would be a contradiction of its divine nature. Man's ignorance of his real nature binds him with his own freedom until he comes to see things as they really are and not as they appear to be. In the infinity of mind, which is the principle of all... It does it. ...metaphysics and of all life, there is nothing but mind and that which mind does. That you see, all... some people say that that's like idealistic to think like, oh, you can move the mountains. Like they say that that's just a metaphor... They say that, that that's a metaphor of like the mountains represent leaders and moving mountains represented, you know, moving the leaders to be, you know, maybe to, to, to more, you know, just ways of leading. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's certainly a possibility. But, you know, but again, if we're in the matrix, maybe you can move a mountain. But then again, like, but who cares? People could say, but at the same time, yeah, it depends on your software. Are you doing it to show off? Are you doing but at the same time, you, you want to be open to the idea that it's representing leaders, right? And that's just a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, yeah. But then you would say, but yeah, but you could also do that through a dualistic consciousness. Like trying to move leaders through dualistic consciousness is not going to help, you know? So any of that? No. There is in the universe. That is all there ever was or ever will be. His mind is acted upon by our thought, and so our thought becomes the law of our lives. It is just as much a law in our individual lives as God's thought is in the larger life of the universe. For the sake of clearness, think of yourself as in this mind. Think of yourself as a center in it. This is your principle. You think, and mind produces the thing. One of the big points to remember is that we do not have to create. All that we have to do is think. Mind, the only mind that there is, creates. Few people seem to understand the nature of the law and... It does it. That's complicated. They'll think that they have got to do something, even if it is only holding a thought. Thinking or knowing is what does the thing. It will make it much easier for us when we realize that we do not have to make anything, just to know that there is something back of the knowing which does the work for us. That person gets the best results who realizes that he can use this divine principle. He who can get the clearest concept of his idea and who can rely on mind to do for him, keeping everything out of his thought that would contradict the... So, so he's saying that, you know, when you think you create the things, any thoughts of that? Divine mind, universal mind creates it. Yeah, so when you think, the divine mind creates it, yeah. So kind of like saying when you think you yeah. create the things. But he's saying when you think the divine mind, because the divine mind's one with you, right? And it does it. Yeah. 
You think that's true? I don't know. Could I mean, be. I, to me, it seems kind of ridiculous. Like, obviously, like, people would say, okay, I'm thinking about a mansion right now. And a lot of people who think about it don't get a mansion. But then other people might say, no, you would if you just thought about it with faith. Like, any thoughts there? Goddard would say that. Um, but, no, but with Goddard, it's not necessarily the same way. Goddard said you have to do it in, like, that special state. Like, in that kind of, like, con subconscious state that you can get yourself into, right? Like, his wasn't just that you think it. You have to do it in the right way. Like, you have to get in that, like, dreamlike state almost. Like, before you go to sleep. Any thoughts on it? No. But, yeah, you know, maybe maybe it is true. Uh, it, it, but maybe it's also true to degrees. Like, maybe you can think some things but not other things. That maybe it's constrained by the quadrant's necessity for... or. or Expression. Any thoughts on that? No. It, 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 you know, it, so so it's uh it's it's even uh, channeled through that. Any thoughts? On that? And uh, and guided through that. Primacy of spirit or mind. By simply holding a thought, we could not make anything. But by knowing in mind, what cannot we do? Bondage and freedom. Never get away from the fact that you are surrounded by such a power. Any thoughts, Gabriel? No. So we kind of made a distinction. It's not like necessarily thinking, but it's like knowing in mind. So it's kind of like a, a special kind of thinking, huh? Any thoughts? Uh, could be. It is the principle of demonstration. It knows every thought. As we send forth our thought into it, it does unto us. The person who is ignorant of this law must by that ignorance be bound by his thought, by his human beliefs. One who understands will begin to break these ties that bind him. One by one, he will destroy every negative thought until at last he's able to think what he wants to think. And so he frees himself by the use of the same power that... Any thoughts, Edgar? That's interesting to me, like, thinking what you want to think. Like, I felt that when, when you were trying to teach me about the energy and stuff, like, I was trying to constrain my mind and limit my mind to what you thought and trying to, like, stop belief. But I wasn't able to think what I wanted to think and being, like, in one with the, with the divine mind. But now I feel like I'm starting to break, you know, kind of chip away at that. And now I'm able to kind of like free my mind more to the divine mind and let, let it express to the, to the complexities and uh, intricacies. Any thoughts on that? No. You know, it, but, but yours was a little, like, I felt like I was being judged a little bit, you know, because you didn't understand the quadrant stuff, you know. But like, but with the divine mind, yeah, I think that, I, I see what he's saying, like, okay, if you can really open yourself to the truth, to the divine mind or whatever, yeah. But you got chip. You're saying, yeah, you got chip away at the beliefs, kind of like what you say. Any thoughts on it? No. But you're saying like the false belief. So I thought that you were trying to put, kind of putting in the false belief, like okay, energy and even like the false belief of letting go of belief. But yeah, but but you even talk about that to let go. To, you can't make the flow happen to let go of belief. If you believe in letting go of belief, you know it's it's kind of ironic, right? It doesn't. One time bound him. We must destroy all thought that we would not see manifest and hold to that which we would see until we receive the affirmative answer. Never struggle. Mind makes things out of itself. There is no effort made. Don't think that there is so much to be overcome. Have only a calm sense of perfect peace as you realize that God is all and that you are using the perfect law and that nothing can hinder it from working for you. Many people are learning to do this, and no one has yet failed to demonstrate who has been steadfast, using the law in a consistent and persistent trust. All that we have to do is to provide the right mental and spiritual attitude of mind, and then believe that we already have, and the reward will be with us. We shall see it. 
A time will come when we will not have to demonstrate at all, because we will be always living so near to the law that it will do all for us without much conscious thought on our part. So when you say, I'm poor, or sick, or weak, I'm not one with the creative mind, you are using that creative power to keep yourself away from the infinite, and just as soon as you declare that you are one with God, there is a rushing out. He does it? No. That can easily be interpreted as blaming the victim. Yeah, but it's funny that you said that, because I was, I was going to say, it, yeah, it could, it could be blaming the victim. It's true. But at the same time, it might be true that if you do say, like, okay, I'm poor, I'm weak, I'm sick, like, your thoughts can affect that. Yeah, it does say. Like, your thoughts can, can affect you. Of course it can. But, you know, they, they talk about it, like, the, the, the thing about spiritual people is they think so much in, in like, and, and this is a this is a generality, like saying all spiritual people do that. But some spiritual people think in like generalities where like, okay, you got whatever you think comes true and stuff. No, like you know, like like the scientists they say, yeah, if you if you're angry, that can increase the probability of you getting you know sick and stuff, but not completely. Like there's degrees and there's levels and there's you know complexities involved, and sometimes it can increase it, sometimes maybe not, and it, it all depends on so many factors. Any thoughts? Yeah. But but this this seems like he's saying like yeah no if if you if you say these limiting things it, yeah obviously if someone thinks things like limiting things about himself but also at the same time I'm thinking of like a great NBA player he might say like limiting thing like I suck but he still might be great because he's great no matter what he says you know what I mean but but I feel like Ernest Holmes is and, and the spiritual people might say oh well yeah if he says he sucks then he's gonna start to suck but in my opinion no I I, I could easily see an NBA player like oh I suck but he's still great you know. Because he's great, no matter what he says or what what he thinks. You know what I mean? Any thoughts to that? No. Do you, do you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Do you think that's true? Yeah. But maybe maybe he might say it, but he might really think something else. Maybe that's what Ernest Holmes would say. I don't know what he would say to that. Any thoughts? But yeah, obviously thoughts are are powerful. Maybe they do if you think it in the right way. It can affect reality and their manifestation and stuff. Yeah, it's true, but I don't know. Yeah, it can, it can turn into blaming the victim. It's it's all so many complexities. Any thoughts? No. But also, like, how much of your thoughts are, are given to you by the divine mind, by God, you know? And then that then and then that can produce the reality. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's not you to blame. It's more the divine mind is, is guiding you to think, and then that's creating the reality. But the divine mind already wants the reality that it wants to create. Any thoughts on that? I don't know. Any thoughts? No. To meet you, as the father rushed out to meet the prodigal son. The spirit seeketh, but as long as your mind thinks in the terms of conditions, you cannot overcome. The difficulty comes from our inability to see our own divine nature and in its relation to the universe. Until we awake to the fact that we are one in nature with God, we will not find the way of life. Until we realize that our own word has the power of life, we will not see the way of life. And this brings us to the consideration of the use of the word in our lives. The word. The word was with God, and the word was God. The word is nigh thee, even in thy own mouth, that thou shouldest know it. It doesn't? No, I don't know what he's talking about there. Do it. What does this mean? It clearly states that whatever power there is in the word, and it says it is all power, is also in our own mouths. 
There's no avoiding the fact that the Bible claims for man the same power in his own life and his own world that it claims for God. In the lives of the majority, men do not realize that the word is in their own mouths. What word? Little do he doesn't. So, so there was this one guy who posted this post. And he was saying that the word abracadabra means I forget exactly what it said, but something like the, uh, what what I say ha occurs. Like abracadabra means like what I say is. And it's this idea that the word is very powerful. But you don't you, do you think that or any thoughts on it? Well, again, my broken record is that's a domain with which I am not familiar. Yeah, but you know, so they were saying like. When when the people were saying when the people were chanting I can't breathe I can't breathe about the black people, they were you saying that, that that they actually you know some some of the spiritual people were saying no they're actually creating that by saying that they're saying like words are spells and you gotta be careful what you say and then they're creating that those conditions any thoughts of that? Well, yeah, my thought is that that doesn't make sense to me, but it's certainly possible. Yeah, but 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 you know obviously they're they're trying to call attention to to a problem in. in in society where you know people where there's a there's this racial division but the idea with the racial division is there really is no such thing as the white people and the black people and stuff that that was a social construction and all that and people can transcend that to the flow right any thoughts on that yeah but then maybe if people are like chanting that they can't breathe and stuff maybe it's it's cementing the division and everything what do you think about that well you see the way i would look at it is it's not what they're saying what they're saying is indicating the software in which they're dwelling. Good guy, bad guy, right, wrong software. Mm. They're making fun of or they're putting down. So it's not the words. It's it's the software that they use those words to express. Yeah. Any thoughts so, so could people express us th those words in a in a in a non good guy bad guy software? Maybe in the flow. Well, yeah, if they're if they're, if they're doing that in response to a question. Any other thoughts? We realize that this word, which they are so earnestly seeking, is every word they hear, think, or speak. Do we who are endeavoring to realize the greater truths of life always govern our words? If any word has power, it follows that all words have power. It is not in the few moments of spiritual meditation that we demonstrate, but we bring out the possibilities of a hidden word when we are allowing our thoughts to run in any direction, not in the short time spent in silence, but in the long hours stretching themselves into days, months, and years, are we always using the word? An I mean, I like the idea like, okay, yeah, positive mindset, that's good. And like creativity, like an idea, that mystical idea, like you can create, you know, manifest through your subconscious. And stuff. That can really produce like creativity and abundance and, and flourishing. And, and I know with like the synchronicities and stuff, I've experienced that type of stuff. I mean, I've experienced this stuff recently all the time, you know. Where, where I, I'll be thinking something and it's coming coming out or like I need to know something and the universe is, is coming to my aid, you know, and it gives me the answers in these ways and like it's miraculous. If you listen to that lecture I did with Mars, it happened during the lecture. Before the lecture, I wrote Stephen King in my notes and I was going to talk about synchronicities. And then as we were talking, he said Stephen King. He mentioned Stephen King. And then that – and I wasn't going to talk about the synchronicities, but when he said that, I was like, hey, look, I wrote – I showed him the, the, the note 
I wrote Stephen King. He talked about, he said, mentioned Stephen King. And I was even thinking to myself, like, I don't know if I should mention the synchronicities or not. And I even think I thought to myself, like, if he mentions something like, like, you know, something like, like something like that, then I'll do it. And then he did it. So then I started talking about the synchronicities, like some of the synchronicities, only some of them, because I've experienced so many. But you see, like those types of things where, where the universe is kind of, you know, there is some sort of magical thing going on, but to say all the time, you know, maybe if you're just in the right state and stuff, but yeah, the, if, if you are open yourself to a higher level of, of truth reality, then yeah, you can start, you know, ma the manifestations of miraculous things can occur. Any thoughts of that? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, doesn't it? No. A day spent in silent meditation will not save us from the confusion of life. The 51% of a man's thinking is what counts. It is easy when we are alone to brave the storms of life. Surrounded by our own exalted atmosphere, we feel the strength of the infinite. We rise in spirit. We think we are experiencing the ultimate truth, that all things are ours. These moments in a busy life are well spent, but must unavoidably be brief. But what of the rest of the day? What of the busy street, of the marketplace, and of all the daily contact with life? Do we then obtain? Do we keep in the same even way? Or do we fall before the outer confusion of our surroundings? We are still creating the word, setting it afloat in the great ethers of life. Are these words creating for us? Yes. How necessary, then, to keep the independence of the solitude. How seldom we do this. God sent an angel to speak to me. A word he was fain I hear. And the angel brought the message and whispered it in my ear. God knew I needed the word he sent. I had lost the zest of fight. And the right was all but beaten. And the wrong, it was all but right. Simple the word that he sent me. It does? No. But it soothed the spirit raw. With the pain of too much striving, t'was love fulfills the law. Few people indeed in the day in which we live are well poised. Where do we find the man who can live above his surroundings, who in his own thought can dominate all conditions and in the midst of the crowd keep his... Like, I'll, give it, I'll give an example, Grandpa. Like, uh, this isn't really that great of a synchronicity, but I just remember like when, one time I was with, with my dad and we were, we were watching a, a show on cannabis and this guy, uh, this guy had like a cancer and he was taking cannabis and then he got arrested. And then the next day in class, in my psychology class, you know, the, the dean was there, right? And it, it's important that I, that I sound good because the dean's there, right? The dean of the school. And then the teacher, some, some guest speaker was there talking about cannabis and stuff. And then the, the guest speaker says, um, can anybody give like a reason why cannabis could be legal? And then, and then uh, Miss Beck, who was a teacher, she looked at me, uh, she was like a homosexual. And, and she would talk about like that she thought that uh, this black guy committed suicide because he was black. And she was trying to convince him that being black was okay. But I thought the reason why he committed suicide was because he, he wanted to transcend being black. This, I, this I didn't even impose on her. And she, she was considered herself homosexual, right? And she tried to commit suicide before. Because in Russia, she said they didn't allow her to accept that she was homosexual. But I was thinking that she really wanted to transcend her ego identity period and same thing with a black guy and, and she didn't help with that any thoughts on that no but anyways uh the, the guy picked picked on me or no miss beck picked on me she was like ryan do you have it and so then i had to go up stand up and, and say what i thought she was like okay yeah come up and stand up and, and say what you think and she just picked on me and i didn't even raise my hand so that and just the day before i watched that whole freaking show with my dad so i was like yeah it, i mean i just watched a show in in the it was just random that I did it, and, and you know this guy had the cancer, and, and the 
marijuana was helping him and he you know took it and he, and he did better and so yeah there's definitely the, you know times when marijuana making it legal would be beneficial for people and then and then she was like and then the guy was like wow this definitely is harvard westlake like the, these people here are geniuses you know and then, and then like the dean was like wow like what an answer and everyone's like whoa but you know it was just like by co- you know but was it really a coincidence that the day before that happened i feel like the universe works like in, throughout my life conspired in ways like that where i can give like miraculous examples that a lot of them i forget but just like really big time you know, any thoughts of that yeah, it's certainly a possibility. But, you know, you, you would say before when you, you would try to make it into a mundane type of thing, you'd be like, well, you know, you had a high level of aliveness. And, and so you because you were constantly seeking stuff, you opened yourself to to those, you know, types of things because you were, you were seeking. And, and then, you know, these these fa- favor fortunes, the the prepared mind. So since since you were in that heightened state, you know, good things happen. But it wasn't necessarily miraculous. But also I would say to, to deny the element of the miraculous – and the universe working in, in magical, my, my, mystical ways, uh, you know, we, with this infinite mind, you know, any thoughts of that? Yeah, well, both of those are possibilities. All right. Own even way and his own counsel. When we do meet with such a person, we will know him, for we shall find on his face the image of perfect peace. We shall detect in his bearing the ease and independence that comes only to the man who has found himself. But I mean, like I would say, like Ernest Holmes would say in, in the case with the guy with the marijuana and the cancer, he would say, well, you know, if it's that guy's thoughts. And that's where I where I kind of run into a, a kind of a, I wouldn't say problem or conflict, but where I would say, yeah, okay, you're not blaming the guy with the cancer. You're saying it's the thoughts. But at the same time, I feel like that is kind of blaming him. Any thoughts of that? Well... See, I'm getting more and more of a sense that uh, it's not the thoughts. It's that the thoughts are simply manifestations of a level of consciousness, a manifestation of the, of the scope of your, your software. So it's, it's, it's not the words or the thoughts. It's, it's what they are expressing. Yeah, it's like you're... you're your degree of alignment with existence. Like my degree of alignment with existence was so profound. And I, yes, I think that the shoot away machine was terrible, but I also think that that was a part of my, you know, of the universes and I'm one with the universe and, and it created that those conditions for a greater purpose, you know? And I feel like I was a part of that and the universe wanted that in, in the mag- magnification of its story of perfection. Any thoughts of that? Yeah, that certainly could be to produce the present result. You know, the, the, they, they meant it for evil, but it turned out good. But I was gonna say, uh, you know, but yeah, but so someone says, okay, yeah, it's it's the thoughts of the cancer. But again, no, people would say no. It's it's you know, people have genes, you know, like the the for breast cancer. A lot of it has to do with the genes that the person has. Any thoughts of that? That's what they say. Any thoughts? Yeah, well, of course, the genes. That's a very powerful causative factor. Yeah, does it? No. But you say regardless, all you can do is change the thoughts. So change the thoughts, right? No, change your your software. Okay, change your software. That's what you say, right? Yes. But in that, that could be true. But I just see how that can be so easily misinterpreted by people who want to blame the victim. You know what I mean? Yeah, how that can be so easily misused. Any thoughts on that? Oh yeah, it is all the time. Yeah, so that's why I think you should be super careful with that because then then they then they have a limited software. People who are blaming and stuff. 
And a lot, yeah. And it doesn't. No? Centered not in the outer, but in the inner world. Such a character as this has the power to attract to himself all of the best in the world. He is a center toward which all else must gravitate. The atmosphere which he creates and with which he surrounds himself is one of absolute calm and peace. The world at once sees in this man a master and gladly sits at his feet. And yet this man, who has risen above the thought of the world, cares not that other people should sit at his feet. He knows that what he has done all may do, and he well knows that all the teaching in the world will not produce another such as he. He knows that it is not from the teaching, but from the being, that true greatness springs. So this man does not go around teaching or preaching. He simply is. The man who has arrived. Like, like I was, I was open to the idea of like synchronicities and stuff, and I told you about that that thing where where I, I let my bike go, and I and I wanted to see if I was unattached, if it would you know if it would come if it, no one would steal it, or it would come you know at least it would come back to me right. So I, I was unattached to it, and and I was like one with everything. So I let I, I let my didn't tie up my bike, and then and then I went back and my bike was gone. But then like a week later, or maybe like a month later, uh, I'm sitting in my room, and then someone comes. Or, and then I walk outside after my friends visited me and there's my bike out there and, and my and I was like wait that's my bike but it had new wheels and I was like wait there, there's new wheels on it though so it's not my bike but then I was like wait wh whose bike is this and, and my friend was like oh it's my bike it was my friend's friend who was visiting me and I was like no well th this was my bike and he was like oh I you know I stole this bike from Remac and someone didn't tie it up and he said he was like I put new wheels on it and stuff and I fixed it all up and, I, and he was like and I was like no this is, well this is my bike that was the bike you stole and he was like Oh, well, if it's your bike, then take it. So, like, my mind was in that oneness consciousness and letting, you know, not attached to anything. And then it came back to me even better. Even though I let it go. You know what I mean? It, it, but, but I was open to that, like, possibility of the of the miraculous. I really was during that time. And I'll, I'll, that's, that was the time when I discovered the quadrant model. And all this stuff was going, you know, and that happened. Any thoughts on that? Well, that's like, even, a very interesting story. Yeah, even like with the raps and stuff, I I feel like in a way I kind of let the raps be be taken, you know. I did, you know, because I think that I if I would have been a famous rapper, I wouldn't have done all the stuff I did with the quadrant stuff. Any thoughts? Yeah, could be. But yeah, at the same time, even even if it's not, even if I that that's what still the miraculous universe is unfolding in its in its scripted perfection. Any thoughts of that? Yeah. All right. Done so in the midst of an outer confusion. He will be the one who has gone into the silence for strength and has come out into the world equipped with power from on high. But that light which he has received must be kept burning. Not alone in the silence, but in the busy throng must all of us find the way of life. Our every thought creates. For the majority of us, these thoughts come in everyday affairs, some of which are very trivial. But these two will be demonstrated. We have missed the whole point unless we have learned so to control our thought that time and place make no difference. The power we have within us. We have within us a power that is greater than anything that we shall ever contact in the outer. A power that can overcome every obstacle in our life and set us safe, satisfied, and at peace, healed and prosperous, in a new light and in a new life. Mind, all mind, is right here. It is God's mind, God's creative power, God's creative life. We have as much of this power to use in our daily life as we can believe in and embody. The storehouse of nature is filled with infinite good, awaiting the touch of our awakened thought to spring forth into manifestation in our life. But the awakening must be on our part, and not on the side of life. We static. Does it? 
But, but that, that's why I was kind of opposed to your idea of energy because like for me, cause you know, you, you would say like, Oh yeah, well thoughts are just an immersion process and it's all energy and you want to let go. And you know, be, you know, that would definitely pr produce like the flow or get in touch with the flow and stuff. But for me, like, okay, I see that. And maybe like the flow is like, is miraculous thoughts or something. But at the same time, like I, I felt like my, my faith in, in my, you know, connection with the divine in, in, in my thought forms, in my mind, in my unification with truth. That produce, you know, that that was creating this this miraculous system of events and all that stuff. Any thoughts of that? Well, yeah, my thought is it didn't create it; it made it possible. Yeah, it, it, or, or, or or created, or you know, it's it's all one. Any thoughts on that? No, just what I said. Yeah. So, so, but my point is like. Yeah, obviously some people can take things in the wrong way and become belief-oriented, thinking-oriented stuff. But I feel like, you know, all the bad stuff happened. I think that you would try to blame it. Oh, it was your thoughts. Was, I thought it was, I think that's a lot because you were trying to take me out of that way of being. You know, whereas before I was like more in a, you know, but but you weren't though. Like you still, you, you I, now I know that you, you're not against black people. You're not against, you know, giving welfare. You're not against Mexicans. You're not against anything really. You, you, you recognize the transpersonal, but I, did, I, I forgot that you knew that. And I thought that you thought something different. I thought that you were a victim blamer for for a while, but now I know different because I because I studied with you more, and then I realized, okay, wait. And then you started to explain to me when I was in Washington, like, no, I'm for the welfare and you know, all that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But yeah, but you know, I, I think that it's so important to to have your mind open in to these miraculous, to the mystical and stuff, and have your mind free. And a part of that though could be a part of you know embracing these you know thinking beliefs and in like this or orientation. Any thoughts of that? Could be. Wait, of limitless opportunity and the eternal and changeless now. Now is the day in which to begin the new life that is to lift up, that is to lift us up to the greater expression of all that is wonderful. The word that we speak is the law of our life, and nothing hinders but ourselves. We have, through ignorance of our real nature, misused the power of our word, and behold, it has brought upon us the very thing that we feared. But now it shall produce a new thing. A new heaven and a new earth. Individual ideas. We find that in the universe, every separate idea has a word, a mental concept behind it. And as long as that word remains, the thing is held in place in the visible world. When the concept is withdrawn, the idea... Hey, that's that? No. This is that very mystical stuff, and it reminds me of the Kabbalah stuff, like the words and reality, like any thoughts of that? And it makes you think of like the Stephen King book that I was talking to you about. In that book, the God or, or the guy who was creating reality was, was writing reality as he was in reality. Any thoughts of that? No. No. Like, like, the, like the power of the word though. Like, you know, it, it, they even talk about like the book of life and how everything's written in the book of life and stuff. Any thoughts of that? No. Reminds me of Emerson that all the poems are already written. Yeah, it doesn't. No. So like the Akashic records too, but yeah, like the Book of Life, your your name's written in or not, like, but but this this power of the, the word, like the mystical Kabbalah stuff, like they they have these like you know in, in the Kabbalah, like especially his patterns and stuff, but the idea that these physical things are connected to words and you know the symphony of all that, and and the words are frequencies of sounds, and everything is a frequency of vibrations, is what they talk about, like it's all one symphony. Like any thoughts of that? Certainly, 
real possibility. Indivisible melts away, disappears. It ceases to vibrate to the word, which is the law behind it. For when the word is withdrawn, the condensation of the ether that forms the word melts again into the formless. There was a time when the world was without form, and from the word alone all things were made that are made. When our word says that there is no longer life in our bodies, the life principle withdraws and our bodies return to the substance from which they came. Here is the great mystery of life, that we are able to use this creative word for whatever purpose we may desire, and that word becomes the law unto the thing for which it was spoken. And so in our lives, we might say that without our word was not anything made that was made. For we are given the power to sit in the midst of our lives and direct all their activities. There is no struggle and no strife necessary. All that we... Hey, that's gonna... What, what, what? Well, you get... Huh? He's getting very close to magical thinking. Hmm. Would you say that it's more, it's more accurate to just say that reality is kind of like a class struggle? And it's, you know... Because always there's going to be the rich and the poor in the, you know, the, the black and the white, the economic factors, the, the, the insane and the sane. And it's all about power struggles and dynamics. And, and whatever you're using, you know, somebody can be using this idea, but you can use it for a part of the power struggle to, to blame the victim or to, and then other people can use it in other ways. But regardless, whatever everything is, it's really just all about these, these conflicts and struggles and synthesis and antithesis within the, the matrix. Any thoughts of that? effect stuff these things are all caused and these effects are all a result of causes it doesn't no. but you would say that the, there's a domain outside of all that like in the game of thrones which is the flow which is the chances of non-dual right. and that's just like going all out in the and not getting stuck in the dualistic and and, and maybe be even being right. in touch with the mystical metaphysical truth right it doesn't have to do is to know we must awake and with the glorified consciousness of an emancipated soul use our god-given power the reason for the universe this universe is the reason first of an infinite intelligence which speaks or thinks and as this thought becomes active within itself it creates from itself at the power of its own word the visible universe and as this thought becomes active within itself, it creates from itself, at the power of its own word, the visible universe. We are living in a universal activity of mental law. We are surrounded by a mind which receives every impression of our thought and returns to us just what we think. Every man, then, is living in a world made for him from the activity of his thought. It is a self-evident proposition that mind must create out of itself. And this self being limitless, it follows that its creative power is without limit. Mind in action. Everything that we see is the result of mind. Any thoughts, Agam? No. You think it's magical thinking, or? No, I still, I still see. Your thoughts are just an expression of your software. Yeah. So you would say, regardless. Okay. Yeah. You could think yourself. You could think that you want some ass, and you might get your get that ass. But at the same time, what you really want is you want to think about peace, assurance, gratitude, and love, and oneness consciousness, right? Yeah. And and that's when true abundance occurs and stuff, right? Yeah. But at the same time, we don't want to we don't want to judge the Shiva worshippers who are who are caught up in you know maybe who are the oppressed and the marginalized and they're rebelling against the system and they know what it's like to be looked down upon like me in in my situation when I thought that you guys were blaming the victim I thought that you were and then and then they rebel. 
and then they act angry and stuff and and you don't want to be be upset at them because yeah you have to understand why they're doing that there is there is a, a power dynamic and immaturity and within the matrix within the within the virtual reality any thoughts it's very true. It's all causative factors. But you would say that still, yeah, still that's probably not the best way to go about it. Still, the best way to go about it would be just to be in the flow. Well, awaken to that as a possibility, yes. Why do, why do you make that distinction? Any thoughts? Well, you can't get there from here. Okay. Yeah, you, can, you can't make the flow happen. Okay. Any thoughts? In action. We all have a body, and we have what is called a physical environment. We could have neither if it were not for mind. The law implanted within us is that we need nothing except ourselves, and this all-wise creative mind to make anything, and that just so far as we depend upon any condition, past, present, or future, or upon any individual, we are creating chaos, because we are dealing with conditions and not with causes. It seems difficult for the race, which feels itself to be so limited, to comprehend the fact that there is a power that makes things directly out of itself by simply becoming the thing that it makes, and that it does this by self-knowing. But we will not demonstrate until we see at least some of this the greatest truth about life. It doesn't? No. Do you think that's true? I don't know. We should realize that we are dealing with the principle that is scientifically correct. It will never fail us at any time, but is eternally present. We can approach the infinite mind with a depth of thought and understanding, knowing that it will respond, knowing that we are dealing with reality. Jesus, who saw this very dearly, laid down the whole law of life in a few simple words. It is done unto you as you believe. We do not have to do it. it what do you think about that, Gavin? See, I go back to this dawning realization that I had when driving on an L.A. freeway. Somebody cuts in front of me. I can think all different kinds of things, one of which is he cut me off. He's trying to one-up me so I can now start playing in his, his matrix, his made-up world. His world of illusions that life is a struggle between winners and losers. So I can join and play play in that matrix with him. And when I do that, I, I subject myself to either winning or losing at that. Either one-upping him or getting into an accident and killing myself. So... If I got into an accident and killed myself, am I to blame? Are you? No, of course not. Okay, continue. My software is to blame. My 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 choice to live in that in that matrix. In that software domain, that's what's to blame. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't. No. So, but what about like people would say, no, it's your dopamine. 
Like maybe you have too much testosterone. Maybe you didn't eat enough that day and you're in a bad mood because of that. Like those factors. What about all that? Of course. Those are always factors. Or, or like, you know, maybe you're poor and therefore your dopamine levels are, are, are malfunctioning. You know, they say that poor people have less, you know, they're, maybe their chemicals in their brains are worse off because, you know, they don't have as much nutrition. It's, it's not your fault. It's because you're born in poverty. Or Any thoughts on that? Yeah, of course. So That's a causative factor. So, But, but you're saying that, that you still you can change your software. That's correct. But, but he says you do, do they do, it does unto you as you believe. Is that your software or is that belief? Because you, you're against the idea of belief, right? Or it's done unto you as you believe. Any thoughts? Yeah, well, see, your beliefs are, 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 are determined and influenced and um, um, enslaved by your software or expressed in your software. Well, it's interesting. It's, it's, you know, that's it. No. It's done unto you as you believe, but there is no you. Done unto. And it doesn't. No. So it, yeah, it's done as you as you believe, but there is no you, and that's what happens when you don't believe. So then you are in the flow. So maybe it's the idea of transcend belief. So nothing's done unto you because then there is no you, and then you are in the truth. Any thoughts? Yeah. Precisely. Us. It is done by a power, that is all. Could we believe that a material mountain would be moved? It would be done unto us. But unless we do believe there is no impulse for the creative power, we do not receive. Life externalizes at the level of our thought. Action and reaction. There is something that casts back at us every thought that we think. Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord, is a statement of eternal truth and corresponds against which nothing can stand. And whatever man sets in motion in mind will be returned to him, even as he is conceived within himself and brought forth into manifestation. If we wish to transcend old thoughts, we must rise above them and think higher things. We are dealing with the law of cause and effect, and it is absolute. It receives the slightest as well as the greatest thought, and at once begins to act upon it. And sometimes, even when we know this, we are surprised at the rapidity with which it works. If we have been misusing this law, we need not fail. All that we have to do is to turn from the old way and begin in the new. We will soon work up out of the old law into the new, which is being established for us. When we desire only the good, the evil slips from us and returns no more. Arriving at a high consciousness. The best way to arrive at the highest consciousness is to have a great faith in the willingness and the ability of life to do all for us by working through us. We must believe in the inherent goodness and all-powerfulness of the spirit of truth. And so, every path leads us back to the one point, and we must learn to realize the near presence, the great reality. There, through the door of our own thought, we enter into the universal consciousness, into a complete realization of life and truth, of love and beauty. And as we sit in the silence of our own souls and listen, it will be the greatest thing that we will ever do. In that completeness, we are lost, and yet we are found. This is what is meant, that a man must lose his life in order to find it. We are lost to the human and found in the divine. We realize that we are one with cause. Outer Suggestions Nearly all people are controlled by outer suggestions and not by inner realizations. Ordinarily, man thinks only what he sees others do and hears others say. 
Hey, Dajo? No. All right, so, hey, Grandpa, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop it right now, but, oh, yeah, I, 